Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Never thought I'd say this, but thank God for Vladimir Putin. I don't mean in general, but I mean like in the last 48 hours. By now, you've probably watched that Russian jet take a whiz on our little drone with jet fuel. It's actually kind of funny because you can tell that's exactly the intended visual. Set it on fire and knock it out of the sky. Yeah, thank God for Vladimir Putin because the $32 million that drone cost us, that's what it was worth, is well worth the distraction. I'd pay twice that much. The distraction from what? The contagion of the banks and it's spreading. I knew exactly how they'd use this this morning before it happened. And sure enough, they are. Even Fox News is running it five to one over the real story. The banks. Yes, thank God for Vladimir Putin and that Russian jet blowing us out of the air. Because more than anything right now, we got to pray. Pray for a distraction, anything to keep people and their financial advisors from asking and answering one question. What percentage of my bank's assets are in 10-year treasuries and the follow-up? And when did they buy them? Because if the answer to that question with your bank is a lot and they bought them in 2021, watch out. See, you got to hope that everybody's distracted by the potential of World War III breaking out with Russia, the, the swamp, and the Democrats in particular, been trying to get into war with Putin since, like, 2010. So this is nothing new for those of us who've been watching this. But whatever, it's a better story because you don't want people asking that question. See, because if they don't ask it and they don't get the answer to the question, what percentage of my bank's assets are in treasuries, which were supposed to be safe, then maybe they won't run and withdraw their assets from that bank, forcing that bank to attempt to cash those treasuries in. All those rate hikes made those treasuries worth much less than when people bought them, and disaster will ensue. What we need to hold the country together financially is for everybody to just calm down and let those treasuries age. If we let them age to the payoff date, we'll probably be able to pay them off and everything will be fine. But if everybody starts pulling their money out, well, as I record this, I'm just reading the headline from Yahoo Finance. First Republic Bank stock trading halted for volatility down 30%. What are we going to start every day this way now on pins and needles as the markets open to see what'll tank? In the banking industry, as I record this, the Federal Reserve Chairman, Jerome Powell, still hasn't said whether he's going to go through with the rate hikes. In other words, he hasn't said if he's going to go through with the destruction of the banking industry. Because what the heck? He already destroyed the housing industry. We're at a 30-year low. Might as well move on to banks. Anything to keep the swamp printing money. Or maybe he'll go the other way. No more rate hikes. And let inflation spin out of control i.e. force Americans to pay for it when they check out at the grocery store. By the way, did you see this? 
Headline, Dollar Tree pauses egg sales. Why? They're saying because eggs have now become a high dollar item. So they're not going to sell them anymore because they, you know, can't guarantee that low price. It's too high. It's too high priced an item to sell. Or this article in the Wall Street Journal, life is so expensive that price nostalgia is now a thing. People are nostalgic, the Wall Street Journal says. Not for the 1980s, the 1990s. No, for 2021. That's what happens when most of our key food items are now experiencing double digit inflation. See, the overall inflation rate for food is 9.5%. That's devastating. Because normally, it's 1.4 to 1.9%. But all of the stuff that's in all of our food, fats, an inflation rate of over 20%, eggs, that binds a lot of stuff together. It's a binder. 55% inflation margin, 39%. Bread, 15.8%. Bakery products, 14.6%. On and on and on it goes. What does that mean? Well, when you normally have 1.4 to 1.9% inflation, and now overall, you're somewhere between 9 and 25, depending on what you're buying. And if you notice there, the things people mainly buy are the most expensive right now. They have the highest inflation. What does it mean? Well, the price hikes you normally see right now, this is how this is running. In seven to eight years, we're seeing in a single year. In two years, under Joe Biden, food inflation has been 14%. So again, that's the typical for one year under Trump. That's why 2021 prices feel, and they should feel, like prices from a decade ago. Because prices have jumped, especially for food, about what they would in a decade since 2021 when Biden took over. It's astonishing when you think about it. But there's this other thing going on right now, and this fascinates me. Gallup poll out today, headline, in U.S., 47% do not expect to return to pre-pandemic normalcy ever. That leaves 33% of Republicans who say their lives will never be back to normal and a majority, 53% of Democrats who believe their lives will never return to normal. You know what that means on a gut level? They're getting it. They might not all be able to articulate exactly why they feel this way. Like Battleground America listeners can, but at a gut level, they're getting it. What goes unsaid there is they won't let us return to normal. This is a theme I've been on for a while. The game changed completely. When our elites learned something shocking, it shocked me as much as it shocked them. I truly believe that. That in response to a cold, which once you get it, has a survival rate of 99.7% in the riskiest category, the elderly, that we would give up so much of our freedom to them without asking questions. Let them censor us on the broadest level. The whole game changed. They'll never give up again until they get total control. But specifically, what do they want? Our elites have China envy. Specifically, They want a social credit system and they'll stop at nothing to get it because they almost did during COVID. Roughly defined, it's a digital system complete with digital ID, a permission system. It was designed according to government specs and ready to go. The only reason we don't have it, the first iteration was to be sold as a vaccine passport. The only reason we don't have it now is because of an unforeseen act of journalism by the Washington Post to report 
that the vaccine was not 95% effective and this was not a pandemic of the unvaccinated. No, the vaccine didn't stop the spread at all. It cut the legs right out from underneath their goal, the vaccine passport. Heck, they'd already implemented them. For the most part, in Europe, it would track you everywhere you went. You'd have to have the equivalent of a digital ID to use it. And even the U.S. government, when they put the specs out for it, it was to be developed by the private sector, not implemented by the government, but by the private sector. But when they put the specs out for it, it had an attachment space to record all of your purchases. Now they're coming at it from another angle. Central Bank Digital Currency. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's literally the same thing. Currency that tracks you. Now they just need the financial crisis it'll take to get there. Just about everything that happens now is geared to that. Like, look at what just happened. In this new system, bankers, anybody who transacts with money will be a gatekeeper, a police officer, expected by the Democrats and the liberal leadership of this country to act as a police officer in much the way 14 of the 15 social media outlets do now by canceling you. They fully expect these banks to get on board. That's why they want to eliminate these regional banks using these rate hikes. So the banks consolidate. Once consolidated, they'll be expected to behave like social media companies to censor and punish. This time not for post, but economically. The first phase of that, folks, you can see the sign of this, these signs of the system they're building everywhere the first phase of that was supposed to be the virtual gun database a practical gun registry the democrats were well on their way to forcing the credit card companies to create by creating this new tag that would go on every gun purchase that way they could all be turned over to the feds eventually with the tag they could control gun purchases till there weren't any gun purchases anymore all you got to do then is bar people from buying guns with anything but credit cards and voila, you've done it. End of the Second Amendment. They were well on their way to doing it. They had the four major credit card companies agree to create this database. But then, as I've been predicting for two years on the Battleground podcast, the states fought back. It's easy to win when the states fight back. Several states announcing legislation that would make those tags for gun purchases illegal with Get this, because this is awesome. Criminal penalties. And the credit card companies, all four, one by one said, uh, wait, well, man, maybe we won't do this. And they all put it on pause. A total win for it. Folks, this shows you how easy it is to win when the states fight back. So what do the Democrats do? What they're increasingly doing. They turn everybody who disagrees with them over to the DOJ or FBI, or both, because the FBI is the police force of the DOJ, for investigation. Now, you're saying, wait, how can they do that? There's no crime. Increasingly, it doesn't matter anymore. So here's what they just did. All the big Democrat names in Congress had this press conference, Senator Bob Menendez, Elizabeth Warren, calling on the Department of Justice and the Department of the Treasury to take quick action to implement 
financial tracking of gun and ammunition purchases um, after these cards did this. And they announced that they would be putting all the standards together for the new merchant category code and that these credit card companies better adopt it. Now, can they force them to adopt it? No. But what are the Democrats essentially saying to these credit card companies and the banks that are behind them? We're turning you over to the DOJ and we expect you to implement this. If you don't, the DOJ will take a look at you. Maybe they can't get you for refusing to implement this. But if you notice, we destroy our enemies with lawfare. So there's plenty of regulatory things the DOJ could come after you for if you don't go along with this little gun database. Right now, these executives are tied in knots. Do they want to be criminally charged in certain states? Unable to operate there, forfeit them uh, to their competitors or competitors who will soon be on the way? Or would they like to go to prison for some sort of trumped up financial crime? In much the way the DOJ regularly trumps up crimes, as do local district attorneys who are Democrat against Donald Trump. Right now, I'd love to be a fly on the wall inside these credit card companies caught between Democrat lawfare and for the first time, our response to it. Believe me, these companies get exactly what the Democrats are saying. Do this, or we're going to stick the DOJ on you for something, and believe us, we'll find it. But it also shows how easy it is to fight back and to win if the states remember the vast amount of power they have and have always had since the founding. You're seeing the signs of this awakening everywhere. The person doing more than anybody lead it is Ron DeSantis. Pushing back almost weekly against whatever Biden decides to outlaw, change, or forbid. DeSantis doing this, whether you like him or not, is putting pressure on other governors to do it as well. And we're seeing the states begin to wake up. It is a glorious thing to watch. To remember, they're not just vassals of the federal government. They never were meant to be. They were meant to flout the federal government all the time to rebel against it. Sometimes to even ignore it if they don't like the laws it passes. Because remember, the federal government was only ever supposed to be weak. There wasn't a federal income tax. It was supposed to be funded entirely by tariffs and nothing else. We did that by amendment, idiots, um, creating the income tax. It was never supposed to be able to get the revenue, to get the oxygen to turn into the monster it is today. This country, as it is right now, is in America. That didn't start a decade ago. That started 100 years ago. When we changed the amendment structure and created a new income tax, we need to take it away. We need to fight back. And we are. And I love watching it. And the next time they deliberately spin us into some disaster designed to implement that social credit system, hopefully we'll be a little wiser. And that gut feeling we have about never returning to normal, well, that one is correct. They either get us under this or we beat them. It doesn't go any other way. For how long? From now on. And that's what that Gallup poll captured. The 47% get it. Nothing will ever go back to the way it was until we beat them or they beat us. We'll just lurch from fakely created disaster to fakely created disaster with them desperately trying to get back that hit, that high of power they had under covid Battleground America.
America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.